Welcome to the Vet Church Podcast. Vet Church interviews are authentic, sacred, and inspirational. Vet Church is open to anyone who appreciates the sacrifice made by the women and men who put on a uniform and served this great nation. Find out more at vetchurch.com or retiredarmychaplain.com. Hey, Vet Church. I am in Manhattan, Kansas. Manhattan, Kansas, right outside of Fort Riley, Kansas, home of the Big Red One. Now, I've never been on Fort Riley, Kansas, and I don't have time to go today, <laughs> but I came pretty close. Yeah, and you don't want to go. <laughs> now, I served, I served with 3rd uh, Brigade. 3rd Brigade, 1st ID. I was also, back when 1st ID was a division and I was enlisted, I was in Kitzingen, Germany with 1st ID in 4388. So the Big Red One has been a big part of my life. I mean, they, it took a chunk and a yeah, half. Yeah, they've moved from Germany to here. To here, so, yeah. yeah. And so I've, I haven't, I made it all the way to Manhattan, but and how far are we? Like five miles away? No. Uh, 18 maybe? 18 miles away. I made it 18 miles close, but I got to go on tomorrow because I'm doing another another interview with another soldier. Um, so, So here we are. We, you and I, served together at Fort Knox. The brigade had come back from Afghanistan, and then I was in 6-4 Cav, um, and you're part of the 201st BSB. Mm-hmm. And did you get moved out of the? Did you like go with? I stayed with them. You stayed organic, and you're a mechanic. Yeah. Even to this day, you're fixing stuff when you can, doing whatever. You know, you try to keep your mind involved. And we were both medically retired. Yep. And you followed my music. You also play a little bit of music. And uh, you've encouraged the heck out of me. I mean, Josh has, <laughs> throughout the years, Josh has over and over, like since I started doing this in 2016, you started like saying, I, keep playing music. Yeah. And, and, and heal. And I got off lots of crap. You've got off of stuff. Yeah. Um, you're going to talk a little bit about that. In fact, what... what yeah, don't... Don't don't before, take before we miss it. Go ahead. Deb, don't take any of that stuff for pain that they give you because that just I don't know it just backs you up and it makes you not feel you and so I use this stuff called kratom. It's it's all organic and it's in the tea and in coffee family and that does the same thing. It it helps with pain, anxiety, and it's legal. And it's legal yeah, in, in Kansas because they don't have medical marijuana here in Kansas, um, so. And, Being uh, legal is important. It's important to be where you're at. Holy be there, not to be outside of the law, to yeah. do the right thing. And this, so do you, do you take that stuff like I when take you feel it, it coming on, or do you just take it every day? I just take it three times a day. Oh, okay. And it and it just really helps you. Yeah. And none of the like going out of your bowels or nope. giving you the shits or any weird nope. stuff. And that's actually, it always, helps you sleep too. Really? Yep. You take it. You Dude, take, that's, that's pretty cool, folks. You take double what you're supposed to, and you can sleep really good. And how and much is like this different stuff cost? Strains. Is it really expensive? Or is this it... is 150 capsules for 55 dollars. So. So it is expensive. I but mean, invest in yourself. I mean, why not, right? Yeah. I mean. And there's different strains. There's green, red, and the different strains help do different st- things. Like this green is mainly for pain, onset pain. But you can take like the red and and uh, the other ones, and that could help with pain and sleep and, and this, anxiety. And this is good. Like you can still drive with this. It's yeah. not jacking you up. No, it's not like weed. No, you're like, oh, I got to go to bed. It doesn't do anything. Doesn't say anything about that. Okay. 
That's that's awesome. What, show us everybody again what's it called CBD. again. I use CBD oil too. And that's um, Kratom. Kratom. And one of the things about CBD is uh, there's like, I think it's called Warrior. There's a group on here that I'm, I'm familiar with. A guy named Boone Cutler is part owner. And a, he does a lot of stuff with CBD and, and marijuana. And hopefully marijuana becomes legal for everybody that's in our tribe. But you still can't. You know, because I get it in Florida, but you can't drive with it. So, you know, it helps me sleep. But this sounds like a good alternative to some of that chronic pain I deal with with my back. Yep. Lower back? Yeah. yeah that's what yeah. mine's at. Where my disc yep. has collapsed. And <laughs> they can show, it shows, like, I thought at first it's, like, all in my mind. And they did um, an MRI. And, like, the discs are, like, at an angle. And um, then they did an MRI again two years later when they were medically retiring me. And it's really bad. Like the one, you know, the, the two below it have gone, and it's just a mess. But so, so I made it all the way to Kansas to finally see you. Yeah, we we talked about doing this uh, last year, didn't we? We did, yeah. I and I and you couldn't make. I it. couldn't make it. It got crazy. Um, it's crazy right now. I was yeah, just, it's stormy here, so I'm probably a little shaky. Well, look, it's a lot of. There was a lot of thunder when I was coming in, but. Um, yeah, we've already got a bunch of people already watching, um, which is cool. Uh, I don't know if you remember Joseph Duffy. I remember Joe. Yeah. Yes. Duffy's with us. I, I, he's uh, he's up in uh, Chicago. I want to get up there and do an interview with him too. Man, he get, that guy can sing. He's in a band. He does a bunch uh -oh. of stuff. Yeah, like he's, he's in hey, a Joe. rock and roll band. Um, but um, so you've had a heck of a journey. You told me a little bit of stuff. What would you like to, you know, it, it encouraged me that you didn't give up about stuff. You have children. One. He's eight. One. Eight years old. And you're actively involved in his life. Yep. Care for him. Yep. Uh, he does baseball sport. Very competitive. Um, I don't know. What do you want me to talk about not well, giving up? We, I know. We got home. <laughs> we got home shortly after coming back from Afghanistan and uh, I don't know. It was I wasn't even there long enough to like help him bring stuff back in and and unload stuff and like there are orders. You're gone, clear. And did see you get him. a TBI? Yeah. And then they sent me here for the to try to heal. Yeah. And I, my experience in the wounded war unit. It wasn't all good, but it wasn't all bad either. It no. was it was kind of weird. It was drawn out. Was yours like that? Word? Yeah, it was really drawn out. Yeah. And uh, I'd also got a divorce right... I don't know. When my divorce... I don't remember when my divorce was final. It was probably... Well, I know I was still on leave when it was final, so... Yeah. So, so I had to deal with all that crap. Do you ever talk about your TBI getting it? Do you ever talk about that in public? Are you ready to talk about that kind of thing? Not really, no. So we won't talk about it because that's a, that's a big thing. It's, first of all, it's a big thing just to be have you on here. You've watched almost every one of these I've ever done. You've watched me play dozens and dozens of times over the last couple of years. And just a minute ago, you said that this is a good idea to start interviewing It people. is. Because it's... it's, it's People, people should talk. I mean, that's a yeah. So the the number one thing to that I think that the be e it's easiest 
you know, instead of going to a shrink, or I, I still go, but not as often, but it's grab another vet and just sit down with them, because they know. Yeah. And, well, we were talking about that, because I'm part of a group for PTSD in Pensacola. My drummer is John, um, who originally got me playing music again, he's, and, and he got Dan playing music again and got us together playing music. He is also in that group, and so you were telling me that like there's not like I can't your groups falling apart like it was there and then it's gone. And yeah, I started going to the VA like two years ago, two or three years ago, and we had one there. We met pretty religiously, and like it was me and at the time this dude that lived beside me, he was a vet too, and we were about the same age, so me and him were the youngest in there. Yeah, yeah, no, and it was no one knew the. And then it just slowly fell toward the weight side, and now it's nothing. See, and it, it, that blows me away, John, or Josh, because, because um, that's the thing that's helped me the most. Of, of all the things that helped me heal, sitting down with my brothers and sisters and talking about how I was living my life today. Not what happened over there. Just, and, we, and a lot of times, exactly what we just did right here, I said, do you want to talk? No, I don't want to talk about that. That's done. Yeah. Today I gotta make it today. I gotta make and you've got you've got dogs here, three, three dogs. beautiful dogs. One's a great big Saint Bernard folks. If y'all don't know what a Saint Bernard is, they're some of the most beautiful dogs in the world. I had my first dog in this world was a Saint Bernard. Um and I got and, a little boat, I do some fishing. Do you? Yeah. Well and you tinker with these motors. I was I'm pretty impressed. But you're a mechanic. That's what you did in life, and that's what you're, you know. Come in here, and you got a motor on the floor. <laughs> it's awesome, man. You, you're like, yeah, that's I'm, I built this for, and you have a purpose for it and everything. And that's I built awesome. that for my son over the winter, so. And you did it by, like, you just put it all together. Yep. Order all the pieces. Yep. Just a little hobby that keeps your mind working. Yep. So you have something to do. I mean, like, that's so important for vets. We were talking about getting off the couch and doing something with your life. And I can't remember what you said. We were talking on the phone one day. I mean, it's this morning. And you said something like, you've got to do something. You've got to live. I, this morning, yeah. You can't just you can't just expect the world to go, you're going to be fine. And, and you got to take responsibility. Yeah. We, we, you know, and, and it, you've done that. I've done it a little bit. I mean, like, I can't believe I'm driving around the country. Um can't wait for my wife to come with me but uh it's it's crazy you know that because you get out of the military and you're all alone and then all of a sudden you got to figure it out and you've done that how yeah. long have you been out about four years four years what you what um and you fully retired yeah 100 percent. 100 percent. so how many how many times like did you have surgeries and stuff they want the to, but I, they want to, but I'm like, no. Yeah, I'm, I'm just saying they wanted to do some stuff on my. Well, the one person wanted to do some stuff on my back, and then the other doctor was like, even if we did the stuff to your back, it's not going to fix your back. Yeah, they were. I don't know the 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 ratio to to bad and good. I didn't like, so I was like, you're not going to touch me. Yeah, I'm, I'm, that's how I would. Well, and the one the doctor came in there and he was like the the head surgeon was like no because even if you have the surgery you're not addicted to opioids you've got off of that crap so 
what's the, what's the real benefit because it's not going to heal you all the way. Mm-mm. So I guess in some ways you got to learn to live within the spectrum of the pain, which you're doing. That's what basis. I yeah 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 I do that. If I I know when to slow down, you know some sometimes it'll take a whole day to slow down, but it does. That's what we got to do. Well, it, it, tell me about your dogs. I love, I mean, because I, I depend on my dogs a This lot. little dude right here, he's got me. He gets me through everything. Like, he goes everywhere with me, too, because, of course, the other two are huge. But, yeah, this dog's as yeah, big this, as me. <laughs> this, this guy right here has probably saved me, to be quite honest. Tell everybody about that. I mean, because some folks don't get it. And some vets well, are kind of like, right well, before, I don't know. Right before we were coming on... I was like, they're gonna know, and I'm. They're gonna know I'm nervous or, or whatever. And then both of them jumped right up here, and, and I said, "Told you." Yeah, yeah. So, they, they did. They came right over from yep. across the room, and and he's been like sitting here with us, just hanging. And you yep. said he doesn't. He doesn't usually do that with other people. No, nope. like he loves me. Nope. This is Toto. Toto. Oh, because you're in Kansas. Not in Kansas. Anymore. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Now man. I adopted him too. So really? Yeah. I, I love this idea. My my um, Kate's cousin out of Mobile, Alabama. She works at one of these places that adopt animals all the time, and it blew me away how many animals are just abandoned. I, I'm blown away by it. My girlfriend, it's it's. She says maybe two, three times a week. So if we had a farm, would you have more dogs? Yeah, I would. Yeah. Hey, if you're ever in Texas, um, one of the guys that was. He's probably there when you were there too, but when when I was in the Corngall Valley, he was in there, and I didn't know him or anything until after we got back. But his name's Derek Knapp, and he runs um, Restoration Ranch south of Austin, Texas, and he's That's got a bunch of horses. Cool. He's pretty famous. It's and he's just one of us. I mean, he just he got out. Was I think he's medically retired also. Because you don't retire as a captain otherwise, you know. And so he's captain also. And so him and I got talking, and he was hosting a, um, it wasn't Guitars for Vets. It was some one of these songwriter groups that get veterans go to, and they sit and they learn how to tell their story a little bit. And he was hosting it on the farm. And so somebody called me up and said, come on out. So I came on out and met him. And he's got all these animals. And he was talking at length about horses being able to do the same things the dogs do. They sense what's going on inside of us. They help us to heal. Yeah, and they'll, they'll put their rhythm at yours, and it's just... They calm. Because yeah. like I miss my dogs so much. I, I noticed my, one of my neighbors was on here a few minutes ago, and she's got a dog, too. And we love our dogs. And they become they become like family. you know. And, and being out here driving around, like this month, by the time I get back to Florida and pick up Kate, and then we're going to Texas, we'll, I'll have driven 10,000 miles. And I'm like, I'm kind of depending on other people's animals right now. And you notice, like, Bella, the big, big monster, man, she just come she right just up to down. me. Yeah, I'm like, because I, I don't know what it is, but I think they sense our pain. And, like, and I'm nervous. I mean, I, I, this is the first time we've seen each other. And, and you don't look anything, and I don't think I look anything like I did either. You know, no, I picked up some weight. I'm, I'm, yeah, I picked up a lot of weight. <laughs> Can't find a razor. <laughs> That's good. Not a barber shop. My hair is receding. It's yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Oh man, you got it too. (laughs) But but it's cool. It is. It's because we're living our lives. We're doing something that's meaningful and purposeful, and um, we're caring for other people. 
And, um, but so, like, or go out of your way to care for someone else that don't even know you, like the, the single mom that I believe beside me that probably barely gets by. I'll just mow her yard out of kindness of my heart. And that does something for you, too, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. Gets me out of the house. It gets you out of the house, but it makes you feel good. And it helps her out. Like, I mean, and this is how we heal a nation right here. Yep. We do stuff. Like, hey, there's Sergeant Carpenter, man. We were just talking about you. Hey, Scott. <laughs> O-H-S-U in the house. What's O-H-S-U? I don't know. Scott, we don't know what O-H-S-U is. Ohio State? No. It might be something to do. Oh, Ohio State? Maybe no, that... no Ohio no? State. I don't know where you're getting that at. Maybe he likes Ohio State. I don't know. <laughs> well, will you tell Maybe. us, Scott? We'll, we'll see. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because we used to joke around about whose team was who. Like basketball or something. I don't remember. I don't remember either. I don't uh, yeah, I wasn't there with you guys doing it. <laughs> um, so anyway, but hey, that's another thing. You know, at one point in my life, I played sports. I played some Division One basketball. And then for a long time, I just got away from it. I didn't make it to the NBA, and I was kind of like, yeah, screw that. But when I deployed, I saw that sports were important because it helped people be involved in something. Yeah. Do you still watch sports? Do you? I have to. Man, yeah. my, my eight-year-old. Oh, yeah? Yeah, dude. He just... Well, he, you told me you are going to a game tonight, too. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Machine pitch for eight and under is what we're doing right now. Uh, he'll stay with me on the weekend sometimes, and he'll be like, Dad, I want to watch sports. And I'll be like, well, you know it's that time of year where nothing's on. So I'll flip through the channels, and he'll be like, okay, girls' softball is good. I said, are you really sure? into it. Yeah. And there was another night that he sat down and watched uh, women's beach volleyball. So, I mean. Pretty girls. Well, no, but but it's sports too. Yeah. My brother, my brother actually coached some women's beach volleyball. Oregon Health Science. Oh, oh, you you having some uh, some of that leukemia stuff worked on right now, man? That, you talk about. It. I thought to, to me that's one of the. You got the most, some big balls. That's I was gonna say balls. Even then I thought maybe I shouldn't say that. And then you took care of that. So I mean, like I can't believe Scott did that. You talk about leading a nation and saying. Like and he did that on, on here on Vet Church. He wanted to, sh- to share that first to publicly tell people that you know he'd come down with this stuff. And and that interview still like I mean when I go back and look at it, it blows me away because because Scott hadn't lost hope. You know, he's he's like I'm living. You can't yeah you can't lose hope. No, you he, lose hope and then you just you've lost everything. Yeah, it'll just slowly start going downhill because I I've, I've been there before. Oh. I've... I had a moment I, or two myself. We've probably all been there, but... Well, because sometimes you feel like you've lost all importance. But that's not true. Especially you guys with parents, who are parents. I mean, you've got the... You know, your son, he depends on you. Yeah, at first, at first when I got out and I was like, what What do I do? What, what's, what's my meaning? But then that was when I still stayed inside, didn't go nowhere, took all the drugs they gave me. But now, I got a kid, I got a... And you need to just stop taking those drugs. No, you, you can't want... You can't just stop, it'll kill you. Do not. 
go out there and just stop. You, you talk to a healthcare professional. You talk yes. to other people. It, folks, I'm real serious about that. It will kill you. Um, I'll do a, some point in this world of doing interviews. I know a man who's a very close person in his life just quit drinking. And you can't died. do that. Yep. Yeah, and, it, and it's a very serious deal. So um, we don't want that to happen. But, but yeah, you got to go outside and yeah. So finally, I was just like, you know what? I'm. I called it feeling sorry for myself. You can't feel sorry for yourself no more. That's a great way of saying it because, well, it, it, what were you saying about the gas pedal too? You, 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 I mean, sick and tired of being sick and tired. Cross Canadian Ragweed song. Oh my goodness. That's a great band, isn't it? Yep. I love that song they do called Freedom. <laughs> oh man. Hey. Yeah. Great my band. uh I didn't have any way I didn't I had a therapist sit down with me and it was the first time I'd ever saw her. And she's like, So how would you describe it to me? And I said, I I don't know. She's like, Well, do you want to talk to me about I don't know. She must have had dates in her computer on this, what happened here. And I was like, no. I don't yeah, because they got records. It's like, I don't want to do that. And she's like, so does so you're you're kind of like a like a gas pedal in a car, and you're just stuck down, floored, and we need you to get to come up just a little bit. And I said, that. I, and I love that. That's how. I mean, I, I was driving on the road when you said that to me. That's how. And I'll never forget that. And that's that's how it really was. Like it was just, it was like a wild ride and just floored and going. And when is this ride gonna let up? And it took a while, but it let up. I think I think just about everybody in our tribe, even the you know we only have two thousand three hundred of us right now in Fed Church, and there's twenty one million veterans. And I think as we get more and more people in here. And, and of that 21 million veterans out there, plus, I think we all know about that at some degree. Just being, you just feel like you're going 100 miles an hour, nothing can slow down, you're stuck, you're stuck in this pace where life keeps coming at you and you, and you can't do anything about it. Yeah. And what did you do to get that gas pedal up a little bit? Uh, I just listened to what they had to say. It's hard to listen, Talk, isn't it? Yeah, it's hard to... Because then you, know, you said across from me, like, you don't know what I did. You weren't where I was at, but you gotta, you gotta finally just let go, let go of all that and just, I don't, just blah, throw it out on someone. Well, it's kind of like my songs. Like, I, sometimes when I'm singing, I'm just like, bleh. Yep. And, and I'm not doing it for show. I'm doing it because, like, as a chaplain, I had to sit and listen. And you were there. You saw me. I listened to people. I listened to their stories. I bore witness and testimony to some of the shit that they were going through. And I found that I couldn't talk about it because we were, we were 100% confidential. And, if and you know, as a chaplain, I, I would go out and try to be with folks. And the more that I did, the more I took on. And, and I guess the only way to heal is to let it out somehow. And I can't go talk about it even today, but I can do this. I can come sit with you, and you're healing me. You've healed me by encouraging me to play music, and the music's healed me where I just go, Bleh. like, yeah. you know, some of those songs, like, I don't care. You know I care, but I can scream that. Yeah. And, and I'm okay, and everybody's okay hearing it, you know? It's like, because 
because we all don't care at some point, but we all do care. And that's just that's big stuff, man. It's like healing a nation. Here's another one of your dogs. What you doing? Come here. Come on. <laughs> so I don't know about you. Come here, buddy. The St. Bernard does. Before we go offline, I'm going I'm to pan over this St. Bernard, man. There he is. There you go. He was really expensive to me at one time. Yeah. They thought he had elbow dysplasia. Oh, no way. So I had to take him to K-State. And you know how, y'all know how going to a uh, university veterinarian is. No, I don't. What? It's expensive. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I know just my country doc from my two schnauzers. <laughs> I'm thinking, they're, they're as big as this guy, you know? And the ones, the little one's smaller, and he's got he's he's got um, cataracts on one eye from birth, not birth, but like just after we got him, and um, yeah, you could dog, and uh, they want seven hundred dollars to take that cataract out. They wanted that just for one X-ray. For him? Yeah, oh, just for one. Man. And you would think that him, you know, that's crazy, but I mean, I guess. It costs to have the x-ray machine, so... You gotta pay to play, is what they say. That, that's true. <laughs> that's a good thing. Hey, tell me about your guitars. Um, you are saying you had a really cool Gibson. I have a Gibson. It's not really cool. It's just... It's just the standard... Well, it's it's what they call a, a studio edition. Well, and cool. the, the color is red wine. Worn red wine yeah. is what color it is. And I just have a Yamaha acoustic. So what other art stuff do you do? I see you're I, on the wall over here. His son. I, I help my son of, draw and that's color. Awesome. And this is this is all him. He does all just that. Doing all that. Yeah. This is. I don't know. Some of this has been up for a couple years. It's pretty cool. Because I just I don't let it go. Well, it, it, I think art helps us to heal. Yeah. It helps us to think. Especially the coloring. Like, life is never inside the lines. And so, I, that's what I've always liked about it. Sometimes I got, I'll just sit and color. And, um, and like, I did that, uh, uh, we did the thing with Ricky on Sunday, the interview with Ricky. And then he had, I walked into his bathroom and he had drawn that up on the wall. And I was like, do you do any other art? And he's like, well, I did our company t-shirt back in Afghanistan or before Afghanistan. And then he hadn't done any. I was like, what? Because it was really good. And I was just like, man, you could probably sell a painting or two a month or something, man. Like, you're good. And he's like, yeah, you know, I just did that because it was, I was helping. You know, I, I came in there. We didn't have anything in that bathroom at all. And I just decided to draw it. And But I think, you know. And he's playing with his kid all the time, too. Like, every time I've seen him, he's had his sons bent over, and it's just awesome. You know, like, to see this, I think as a parent, you're you're no longer the pitcher. You're the frame. for, And they become the pitcher. Mm -hmm. And you're the framework for their life. And, like, you, you told me, like, we were going to do this, but I got to go to baseball. Yeah, we, I was going to grill, and we were going to have some fun, because it's been a while, but... 
We'll, Gotta do baseball. We'll do that, and then and I'll, I'm going to try to head on down towards uh, Joplin, Missouri. I, th- I think this one we're trying to spend the money. There's a KOA down there. And you're like four hours. Four hours. There. I can make it. I've only grown eight hours so far today. So. <laughs> I know it sounds insane, but I've been listening to books. Um, I mean, I listen to a lot of books because I used to read, and my eyesight's gotten worse. No, I have to wear glasses to read now, so... I've, it just I just like getting the books and listen to them on tape. Yeah. Music. I, I love music. Uh, sometimes if I can't sleep, I'll just turn the TV on, and there's specials about, like, bands. Like, I don't know, there's one about... There's a two-hour special. Was it last night or the night before about Fleetwood Mac? So I watched all that. Oh, that would have been awesome. Yeah. 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 Right after we talked... I pulled into the gas station, got gas. And I think I told you, I got like three hours to go. And I needed gas, so I got gas. And um, I look over to the other pump, and there's a white van with a trailer. And a guy with a big old beard. And then and, and a lot of tattoos. And another guy with a lot of tattoos. And another guy with a lot of tattoos. And a girl with some tattoos. Um, I'm going to jack up the name of the band. I want to say it's Rivals. R-I-V-A-L-S. And it was kind of it. Like I downloaded their songs immediately, gave them some stickers about Vet Church because you know I think what we're doing is important. And um, and it sounded it reminded me a little bit of Evanescence, like that you know that kind of heavy rock and roll. I'll have to look them up. I don't. I'm more of of classic rock and yeah, I, mean, I am too. But, yeah. but to meet somebody and like I said, but I don't mind to looking player, up. Yeah, I don't. I don't like. I don't mind looking up different music. I mean, well, music heals. Yeah, and it, and I, I just I, I love playing too. You know, like it's been. Hey, do you know Brett Shane Magoon? Uh, no, I don't remember him. I think Brett was an '88 Mike, the Alpha Company. Not sure. Anthony Loeffler. I remember him. Oh yeah, he's he's. You know, he made. He, I don't know if he did Warrant Officer or not. I can't remember Anthony. Um, I was just talking to him the other day too. He's doing some cool stuff. Oh, he was. He made it. He made it. Yeah. Warrant officer. That's that's a heck of a jump. You know, like that's you gotta. Go, yeah. It's like going back to basic training. I hear. I don't. Well, I know for me, becoming a chaplain was it was out of my comfort zone. You know, because you learn how to be enlisted and it's hard. Yeah. And then. I was going up for uh, E5, and my I was still on Propox. I, I well, messed up my knee. Leffler knows about me. He knew he knew Tuller and uh, Iceman didn't like me. So <laughs> so that's why so, you wound up with Scott. So he knows. <laughs> that's how, yeah. And well, you, you know, and that's the weird thing about being in the military. We don't all like each other. I mean, it wasn't like it's all peaceful within the ring. Sometimes it's like, oh my goodness, well, I got to be with this person. Yeah. And so you just do it because you got to be that way. But you've brought people from all over the country, and you learn to work together, and you learn to do things together. Um, so, well, anything else? All right. Well, Vet Church, here with Josh St. John's. Rocking it in Manhattan. Manhattan, Kansas. I'm all jacking it up. 
<laughs> Sounds like it should be New York or something. They, they call it the Little Apple here. Really? Yep. The <laughs> Little Apple. So, uh, love y'all. Continue to question stuff. Think about things. Have fun. Take care of one another. And anything you want to say? Keep trying. Keep, Keep tr- trying. One foot in front of the other. Yes, sir. That's very important. All right. Love y'all. Bye. Thank you for joining us for this Vet Church interview. Your feedback is welcome. Find out more at vetchurch.com or retiredarmychaplain.com.